Denise Urbans. And I'm Mike Urbans, and welcome to It's Your Water. Glad you found us. So I get a lot of ribbon. A lot of ribbon. Over my expression, just another tool in the toolbox. I know probably people calling me a tool, but I'm not, okay? Oh, really? No, maybe in high school. But now we'd like to speak about real tools and how they help you get the job done quicker. One customer told me, is a, we were having a moment of reflection. Yeah, I you know. We were there. And how, Generally, how spe- I'm wishing you were off the phone when you were having those moments. I know. But he really brought up a good point. He said how the tools, the specialized tools we have now, have extended the life of the service worker. Yeah, we all know, but workers are almost impossible to find these days. This is true. And we don't want them wearing out prematurely. So, <laughs> so the tools have made jobs so much easier. But I'm going to focus on water-related I hope tools, so. But I just want to share the reflection moment between two men, balding men in our careers. I love my impact driver. I don't go anywhere without it. It's Denise doesn't probably know what an impact driver is. I do. Is, but a lot of you guys out there- they, Makes a big it, impact. It's, it makes a big impact. It does. On me, it did. But not to mention all the air tools. It's hard to bring those into a basement. I have to admit, we're in like tool paradise now. You if, think so? This is the golden age of tools. I say golden age of water, but it is. You walk into a harbor freight and you want to just fall over, you know, even though there are a bunch of cheap tools, but it's just like, oh. I do the same thing in shoe stores. Shoe stores, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not me. I might have some well, customers that do. Well, you did at Christmas but, time. Yeah, I do. I like my shoes. But you can imagine like driving nails and screws manually. I mean, imagine the old days, you just now impact air, cordless drills, everything. Dead batteries. Yeah. No wonder the workers wore out when they're only 45 years old. This so, is true. Dead batteries. Well, I mean, you have all those tools. That oh, are, yeah. Well, I know. They're cordless. But now they're lithium ion. I know, so they, and you have a lineup of batteries, one I, for each I, I, tool. That's yeah. a scam there, too. It Don't is. Don't get me going down the battery path. I'm trying to make it easy here. Okay. So, but as it relates to water, PEX pipe, shark bites, ProPress, all these are super innovative ways to plumb our water treatment equipment. I'm old school. I still, nothing looks better than a soldered pipe, Okay. Those pro presses are kind of clunky looking, but hey, they won't burn your house down. This is with true. Like a torch. And that's another thing to consider. Can you actually use a torch anymore? A lot of Not commercial- in some of the basements you talked about. No, no. I told you that one. The guy set the whole yeah, basement, the whole on, basement fire. on fire. Yeah. Go look back on the. It was what we did an episode on the crazy things that yes. happened. And the, it was a cobweb filled basement, and the guy literally set. Every cobweb on fire. It was amazing. He said he didn't burn the house down. Good reason to not have a torch. Mm-hmm. But what are your favorites, Mike? What tools are your favorites? Well, as they relate to water treatment and plumbing, because we do plumbing, top of my list is the six-way screwdriver. You got to have one. Pentair used to give them away at their when you did their um, the university. Yeah. Way back before it went virtual. They even had tool bags at one they point. They had tool bags. were A lot nice. of swag. Bob Pent- still uses his. Pentair was really good with the swag. They gave out a six-way screwdriver. Why? If you learn what one of those is, is you pull it out and they flip and they flop and you get regular head and Phillips head, two different sizes. And 
I guess I never count it. I guess it's six-way, but you could take a whole 5,600 apart with one six-way screwdriver. It's crazy. You got to fuddle around with the next tool, which is, speaking of the 5,600, if you're going to service them, they're out there. You're going to find them. They were the VW Beetle of, of water treatment valves. They, mm-hmm. They're everywhere. There is a part number is a 13759. It's the DLFC tool. That's the only specialized tool you need for a, a 5600 valve. It takes out the flow control in where the drain is. It's like a bore and you have to go up in there. Some people go in there with uh, needle nose pliers and uh, it's, it's a pain. This tool costs nothing and it's a DLFC tool. So you come on a 5600, you need a uh, six-way screwdriver and a 13759 DLFC tool. And uh, you're cranking away on just about anything Pentair. So what else can we use for Pentair? Well, that, well, we got a whole bunch of stuff. I here. know. I'm just sticking with you're Pentair for ahead. now. Why skip around? I went, yeah, I was going to go to Clack, but we'll flip over that. Yeah, another important thing, you don't really need a, 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 for the seal kit and the pistons. Mm -hmm. 5600 is really nice because the the seal kit's big and you could just literally stick your finger in there and yank them out. And, but a 2510, 2900, 2850, they're horizontal bores and they're very difficult to get these little these seals in a plastic spacer or a brass spacer in a 2850, they break down. And here's a tip. 2850s, they come with a brass spacer kit. And you think, brass, really? Aggressive water? That's the Achilles heel of a 2850. Those little spacers break down and they blast out and they break the piston and it corrode. You can actually buy... Let me go from memory. It's 60, wait, wait, what is it? Dash 20, 60102. Ah, it's it We'll put it in the show I'm notes. It's show notes and get plastic spacers. Instead of the brass. Okay. Yes, plastic. And then and we're Achilles heel. You think they would be cheaper. No, they cost <laughs> twice as much to go plastic. But now the 2815, the new one, it's a seal pack. Like Clack figured out years ago. So- yeah, don't tell the Pentair people. So it's a seal pack. One piece pops out. So you don't need a stuffer tool. Where am I going here? Did oh, you, you don't said, need the stuffer on the 2815. No. You need to buy a stuffer. The most uh, commonly ordered stuffer is a 11098 part number. That's a very important if you're going to work on a 2500 series, 2510, 2750, 2500 fleck valves. You need that part number I just said. What's a puller? Puller is really, it grabs the seals and spacers down so do the you bore. Need, do you need the stuffer and the puller to work yeah, on these the things? Stuff, you need the stuff and it at a puller. The stuffer is real, real important. The puller, you could just get a piece of heavy wire like a coat hanger or something and bend it on a hook and you literally go in there and yank them out. Yeah, you know, guys make their own tools. Okay. So well, at the price of the tool, I can yeah, imagine. This, yeah. Well, Pentair's, they're not inexpensive. Pentair's puller. It's a little. It's not as robust as it should be. It's kind of kind of flimsy. So you can make up but your the own. The stuffer makes up for that. The stuffer is. It's like a hypodermic. You put the little seal, little spacer, and you shove it down the bore, and then you pull back, and it stuffs it in. 
and yeah, it's a little takes a little getting used to. But I think there's on YouTube there's uh, Pantera University, and they show oh, you how to do it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but that's real, real critical as far as tools in your toolbox for Pantera. For Pantera, yes, Clack. They have the service wrench, and Clack is kind of like Legos on their WS1 to WS125s, the, the residential line, mm-hmm. doesn't really require any tools, but the service wrench for, you know, six, $7 or $8, whatever they cost. If you go to the Clack University, they, they give you out those two. It's the, the service wrench. That's their swag. And the service wrench is like a MacGyver tool. It has everything on it. And it's a spanner wrench, and that way you can thread out the piston. But, I like I talked to a guy today and it's stuck in a basement, mm-hmm. put calcite up into the valve, up in nice. there. And he was stuck. So he had a, a, a big pair of channel locks. I said, gently, you know. Yeah. Back thread the clack. But the the service wrench is part number 3193 02. Uh, don't leave the shop without it. It's cheap. You put one in every truck and they hardly break. They're made out of Norel. But that easier to lose yeah that's the the residential valves for the commercial valves they're um oh it's a uh, allen wrench you need a um, t-bar t-handle allen wrench and and uh you can get you can work on all the industrial valves as long as along with you know other things but really i'm talking about specialized tools mm-hmm. they're there for a reason and you should buy them the next what is the distributor hold down Oh, yeah. You refer to here. Well, Clack made it. They're a very innovative company. Only one of my customers really use these. They're a hold down distributor tubes. Sometimes when you, for uh, softener resin, they like to pull up. And mm-hmm. if you have gravel in there, you don't get them down. Because the O-ring on the valve, you unscrew the valve, you're unscrewing, unscrewing. And next thing you know, the distributor tube is stuck up high. You're like, how am I going to get it down? Above the top of the tank. Well, Clack solved that problem. They put, they have a mechanism. It's like a, it locks onto the distributor tube. You push it down over and then it snaps like out like fingers and to the top of the tank. So you can't pull the tube up. So you can get the valve off, but not the tube. Yeah. Valve off and the tube stays put. However, you say, well, how in the world am that's, I going to get this? That's what I was wondering. How am I going to get this thing out I'm of there? I'm having a hard time picturing this one. Yeah. Well, it's a tool. Well, the clamp itself is a D1301. That's the clamp. They call it a clamp, but it's more like a, not a spring, but a tripod. <laughs> Put it down and it goes boing, you know, okay. it's, you know, and it comes out like a tripod. But now you got this like spider thing in your tank and uh three-legged spider, but- now, now you need the tool to get that hold down clamp out. So they have the D1303 is the tool. And that thing is shaped like an S and it's like a T handle. And you go down in there and you turn it and the, the S captures the tripod. And I think it's a tripod, might even be a bipod, whatever, but grabs the hand, the, the springs, kind of the legs, mm-hmm. folds them inward and you pull it up. Is it reusable then? Oh yeah. They're so cheap though. The hold down clamps are a couple bucks. It's you, you, you can just trash that. Okay. And, but the tool, I don't know how much they are, but it's a very specialized little guy. 
it will save you hours of cursing if you find one of them in there because uh, otherwise you have to really finesse uh, and my MacGyver your way out of that. Right. So that's a very important tool. They're probably on my list here, the most specialized ones. Mm. And we'll list them for you. But now we get into like the He-Man tools that you should really have in your toolbox. Uh, one is a strap wrench. A strap wrench is big enough because what I see a lot is the guys will want to grab like a Fleck 5600 by the ears mm-hmm. <laughs> and go and turn it and you could bust the power head and break it. Right. So, but you get more torque up there. These are plastic stuff. A lot of this stuff I'm talking about is Norel plastic. So it can crack with it if you put a pipe wrench on them mm-hmm. and like He-Man it off the tank. A strap wrench is a gentle way. It has a rubber strap or a, a like fire hose material and you can grab hold of that, turn it and then pop and then you can unscrew the valve, uh, an old stuck valve onto the tank. Strap wrench, real important and they're cheap. You ever hear alchematic valves, everybody? It's an industrial-looking valve, and it looks like tentacles going to an octopus controller. It's this external commercial valve that you'll happen upon. We used to do a lot of aquamatic, acumatic now. Now. Mm-hmm. And they were called diaphragm valves. Well, don't, <laughs> don't attempt to go near them unless you buy special tools. You could use socket sets and things like that. But you'll need like an industrial impact wrench. You'll need, this is cast iron in a wet environment, but the internals are stainless steel. But there's a, a lot of little special tools. Call me. If you're going to go after Aquamatic, we're Aquamatic Acumatic. distributor. A- Aquamatic was, Acumatic. was uh, owned by Pentair. And yeah, they, they were. sold it. They spun it off. Yes, mm-hmm. they spun it off. And now it's just simply called Acumatic. Yeah, they, they changed the name, mm-hmm. Acumatic. But yeah, if you're going to go after that stuff, call me. I'll get you the right tools and things like that. Water test kit. You know, if you guys going out, you all know this. Uh, There's some girls going out too, Mike. Ladies. Ladies. Sorry. You know, guys and gals. So a, a water test kit. Uh, don't cheap out. There's so many. But I like the tackle box ones. There's some that are big presentation cases. A lot of wow factor when you're going into the house and... Well, that's for salespeople, isn't it? Right. But service guy, you're going to do iron, hardness, pH, chlorine, and then total dissolved solids for an RO to check up your RO, which Mm -hmm. is your, it's a snapshot of all the minerals in your water. It measures the electrical conductivity across the water. So if there's a lot of minerals, there's a lot of conductivity, a lot of TDS. If there's no minerals and your RO is working well, you'll get low TDS. A good one, which is the Myronel, I do I do these infomercials and I don't sell this stuff, but well, the other stuff I do, but Myronel uh, PT1, so it'd be a Peter a Tom 1. That is a thin little guy, but there's so many cheap uh, pens TDS, out there, yeah. uh, TDS meters, uh, $49, $69. I'm telling you, they, they don't stand up. Myronel, you're going to pay. I don't even know how much, but it's nothing crazy. It's under $200. It's not a toss away. Right. And it's nice. It's almost like a pen or a big uh, magic marker size. One thing about water test kits, 
go with the big names because you got to buy your reagents. Like Hawk, the one kit we have, I was going to go look for the number, I'll post it, but it's been around forever. Mm-hmm. And the chemicals are easy to get, uh, to buy, mm-hmm. and you can buy them online. So it's so important to have a water test kit. You see, I'm dwelling on that because when you call me, I'm going to expect a water analysis. Electric circuit analyzer. That is, the, they call them flukes, or they basically will test the, the electric. Uh, if you, you know, if you got Whether electric. Whether you're getting power. Getting power, uh, resistance, uh, if there's a uh, broken wire. Mm-hmm. Even though they've all gone to low voltage now and printed circuit boards, it's basically a toss away. You don't need a fancy uh, analyzer unless you're getting into commercial. But everything is so solid state now. With You got a board, you got a motor. And you have wire leads, but these wire leads, you want to check the uh, continuity in them. Get a good little circuit tester. You can get them anywhere from $39 to $399. Proper silicone grease. This is where it gets a lot of people in trouble. They use this plumber's grease and it's yellowy. It has mm-hmm. petroleum that, in yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That the O-rings in water treatment are not designed to take any hydrocarbon grease. So you use a pure silicone grease. They have, uh, I think it's a Dow 111. There's different types, but you could buy them uh, as a branded product from Pentair. And it's the right grease because what will happen is it will turn the the uh, seal sticky. It makes it like tar and sticky. The silicone does? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, silicone does. And it will start grabbing. I'm going to put the piston in there and you know, I want to lube up the piston and um, push it in there. They get insecure, so they put too much on there. And what happens is it gets on these, these spacers, they get tacky, mm-hmm. and you get a driver. It'll, it'll stall the piston. In oh, there. wow. And you ruin, you basically ruin the purpose. So most piston installs don't require any lube, okay? It just... Some guys use them glycerin, but it doesn't matter. Like clack, it's a polymer piston. You don't need to lube up these pistons. So stop being insecure about it. Now, here's a funny part. Trivia is you don't use silicone on silicone O-rings. Really? <laughs> It'll destroy them. They turn like completely like glue. And a silicone O-ring in a fleck valve is color. And so it'll be uh, blue or it'll be uh, red, not black. Black is just like a buna, but do not use, don't even get silicone anywhere near a silicone O-ring. They, they're called chem-resistant, heavy-duty O-rings. What do we use? We use just the regular ones, you know, the non-color. No, I, I meant what kind of grease nothing, lubricant? Nothing, You just no, put them in. They're slippery enough. Okay. Yeah, no grease. No grease on silicone. Here's another one. Uh, if you want to go there, uh, it's a flow tester for well systems. Uh, one of my previous uh, podcasts had about the proper flow coming from your well. Mm-hmm. It's very important for filters. That's real important. Century Water makes one. It's really good. It's a part number 12009. It's pricey, but it's worth it. And uh, so that will give you an accurate flow test out of the well. Okay. Can't forget zip ties, duct tape, any good utility knife. Hmm. You can conquer the world. I say to everybody. If you have zip ties, duct tape, and a good utility knife, could think be a about Stephen it. King novel too, right? Or a country western song. One or the other. Zip ties and duct tape, you know. But <laughs> the 
<laughs> the, so he had to get that. I in had there. to get that in there. No joke. <laughs> you use those things, and I have them. Everybody has them, and uh, they'll get you out of trouble. But you make your job look like hell. But it gets you technically out of out of trouble. Now, for the for the real basement warriors, we have a five gallon bucket, white. Get a nice clean white bucket and a five to six foot stainless steel washing machine supply hose and then a siphon hose because the white bucket when you hook up your stainless steel washing machine hose because it has the uh, boiler end a uh, hose mm-hmm. bib end on it mm-hmm. hose fitting you can use them in a wash tub in the house you can use them at the bottom of the tank tea somewhere you can use that. A white bucket gets you depth of color. Mm-hmm. So you can fill it up, plus it's five gallons. You can time it. And if you don't want to buy the Century Flow Test, you fill up your five-gallon bucket and, and time it and see how much flow uh, gallons per minute you get out of your well. And uh, a good, clean white bucket. And just keep throwing them away. Keep them white. Bleach them. Uh, because that tells you what's going on in the well or the finished water. You got color. Mm-hmm. It gives you good refraction. Styrofoam cup will also do the white styrofoam cup. Gives you a lot of light refraction. Yeah. Tells you what's going on. Siphon hose. That's just a hose. It's some dead things will probably crawl up into, and you're going to siphon out. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be surprised how much you need a siphon hose, which is half inch. You know, something rigid, half inch that you mm-hmm. can curl up. But you want it semi-rigid so you can shove it down in the tank and make your siphon over and out. Okay. If all things go bad, you have the old siphon. If your shop back is croaked or blew a motor or whatever. This is a good one. Well Driller told me, one of his horrors from the basement, always carry a hose bib cap, which is a cap with an O-ring that you can put on your, your hose bib drain. because you go to use your white bucket and your hose and you turn on your hose bib that mm-hmm. hasn't been turned on in 20 million years with bad water, poof, it won't shut off. Oh, no. So, or it completely blows off in your hand. <laughs> like, if many of you probably had that happen. It just, boom. Well, right, we are in water Right treatment. at the threads. And it's on the non-treatment side of the water always. If you don't want to get wet. So, always bring a hose bib cap, a new hose bib, Half and three quarter. Uh, keep that on your truck, and uh, because you know that whole thing could snap right off in your hand, and you are like running for this for the circuit breaker, really? trying to shut it <laughs> off. A big horsepower shop vac. Don't don't cheap out here. Get a a, a good shop vac, wet dry vac they call them, mm-hmm. and a little cleanup vac too. There, I have both. They work great because resin beads are an extreme hazard when you're filling. A tank with resin. Resin is like tiny little ball bearings and will literally be like greased lightning, uh, greased ice. And you could hurt your homeowner, have a hell of an insurance claim on workers' comp. So the other ones I like, uh, a LED heavy-duty flashlight and a headlamp. Uh, The headlamps are like the miner's lamps. Mm -hmm. Uh, they, They work just fantastic. And uh, so that's And your reading glasses if need be. Yeah, like I wear all the time. Yes. Good reading glasses. Reading glasses with headlamps. (laughs) That's right. I have those. Yeah, get old. And hand truck, but a hand truck with a curved back. They're kind of hard to find, but it will cradle the tank. Right. Otherwise, they have the hand trucks with 
with the little wheels, which are appliance dollies, but they have the tend to have the tiny wheels, and you're trying to go over a backyard with grass. It's a pain. But get a, a good hand truck, good wheels, mm-hmm. and but curve back. That makes it so much easier. My favorite tool is your cell phone. Your cell phone is the most important tool you'll have because it takes pictures mm-hmm. and it has a flashlight. How do you like that? And it has the internet. So you not can upload. Not in every basement, but Not yeah, in every okay. basement. Yeah, I okay. know. You can yeah. also FaceTime. A lot of guys are rural and, uh, you know, people that want you hawk into their Wi-Fi password. That's right. But that being said is uh, with the camera, take pictures. I want pictures. You say, oh, I got this valve. No, take pictures of the serial number of the front of the valve, looking down the drone shot, looking down, and then the back of the valve. Pictures, pictures, pictures. So that helps me diagnose what in the heck you found. What treasure is in that basement? So we're coming to the end here. You're probably like, thank God. <laughs> Big boy tools. Here's the guys that, uh, the, the best tools on the planet uh, that have been inventions, uh, recent invention, ProPress. Don't risk burning down the house. I don't sell ProPress, but guys just absolutely rave about them. It's a way of clamping and, and fitting copper without soldering. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a heavy-duty press tool that snaps over the pipe, squeezes it, and with an O-ring and a, and a press seal, and quick, fast, and expensive. Pro-press uh, fittings, they get a premium. Yeah, sure, they, why they not? They invented it, they yeah. get a premium. So PEX, we all know that's made everybody a plumber. So did gluing pipes, mm-hmm. but almost nobody glues pipes anymore. But one of my pet peeves about PEX is the ID diameter of the three-quarter inch is more like half-inch iron pipe. Because of the beef. Thickness. The, yeah, the beef of the exterior. Mm-hmm. So I say, you're hooking up water treatment, only do one inch or more pecs. Yeah, because unless you're going in the Manny block or whatever, but you go one inch pecs, don't use three quarter. You could use that on the drain, but so yeah, the pecs and the pecs, pecs tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, there was a lot of them out there, so Impact driver, we talked about that with a socket adapter. So you can use uh, metric sockets mm-hmm. and you could use those on the big commercial stuff. Uh, but a little little impact driver, they are just great. It sound like a NASCAR pit stop in the basement. Yeah, burr, burr, burr. <laughs> yeah, people like, wow, yeah. he's really, really he's just working hard. He's yeah. fast. Yeah, he knows what he's doing down there. T-bar Allen wrench set for clack commercial valves. You know, did I forget some? I, I think I covered just about every damn tool you could have in your bag your toolbox would be the size of a truck yeah a truck so but these are what really relates to water treatment anybody has suggestions yeah you're always please chip in but uh, you know that'd be good so just let us know trust the frog yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's one more thing we have and we have some more good stuff coming up so stay tuned everybody thanks thanks for listening all right right. bye-bye